0: What is up, guys? This is Cody McBroom. I am the founder and CEO of Tailored Coaching Method, an online fitness and nutrition coaching company, and the host of the Boom Boom Performance Podcast. I am also a member of La Tribute. I am in the tribe, um, along with many of you listening to this. And like many of you listening to this, Andreas has made a massive impact on my life uh, in every area of my life, um, Business wise, spiritually, personally, individually, uh, with my family, with my wife, with my daughter, really in all ways possible. So I'm extremely grateful, and I am extremely honored that he asked me to do this. And what he asked me to do is share a message with you guys. Like as as you know, because you are listening to this podcast right now, this podcast is is generally brief messages that are are here to inspire, empower, and motivate you to do more with your life, to live to your greatest potential. And that's one of my biggest passions in life as well. One of my main focuses is not fitness. It's not nutrition. It's not business, even though those are the vehicles that I use to go down the path and get to the destination I wish to get to. My focus is personal development. I am here to unleash the greatest version of myself. That's why I'm on earth. That's my purpose here. And my purpose is to give that. Right. So I'm in search of my greatest potential and I want to help you find your greatest potential. That's what I do every single day with the people I mentor, with the people I coach, with the team I lead, with my family. That is 100% what my life revolves around. And this message, right, this podcast, this style of brief, short messages is perfect for that because they're frequent, they're consistent, and they're so powerful. So today I'm going to. share a quick message with you. I'm going to try to keep it quick. If you do know me, if you've listened to my podcast or if you've met me in the past, you know I love to talk. You know I love to rant. Um, that's why my podcasts are all about an hour long <laughs> because I just keep going and going. So I'm going to try to keep this uh, short and to the point, but I want to make sure I do it justice. So what I want to share with you guys is this idea I had uh, about the four-minute mile and about how everybody should have their own four-minute mile. And what I'm talking about, if you're unfamiliar with sports, is The four-minute mile was a groundbreaking track and field record that was shattered by Roger Bannister, Um, I want to say in the 70s. I I may be incorrect, so if there's any sports fanatics, you can call me out. But point being is before Roger Roger Bannister completed a four-minute mile, it was deemed impossible to do, meaning every person you asked to run a four-minute mile, or if they could, they would laugh. It was impossible. There was no way. It was literally impossible. Nobody could do it. And then one day, Roger Bannister set out to do it, and he did it. He ran a four-minute mile. And after he ran that four-minute mile, you know what happened? Athlete after athlete after athlete after athlete ran a four-minute mile. So what changed? Did we grow new muscles? Did we get some new fancy Nike shoes? Like, well, what happened? Impossible was no longer Impossible. People saw Roger Bannister do it. Once you have proof, impossible becomes possible. If you asked people decades and decades and decades before planes were invented, and you said, Do you think it's possible that we could create a massive metal sphere with wings and put a bunch of people in it? We could fly through the sky, through the clouds, and get to other countries. Do you think that's possible? They would literally think you're a psycho, they'd think you're insane. There's just no way that would be possible. And honestly, it sounds crazy, but every time I step foot on a plane, this is exactly what I think. I'm like, what are we doing right now? We are flying through the air in a big metal thing. <laughs> that is weird. And it also makes you extremely grateful for for what we have today and the opportunities and the possibilities there are today. But back to the point, once upon a time, that was absolutely impossible, right? So the reason this came about for me is when I started a podcast, I was a... Young broke trainer, right I was living in a house with two other guys, one who actually uh, works for me now is and he is part of the tribe as well uh, Travis, who is my media guy and uh, media guy is not the professional term it's chief uh, media officer or chief content officer to be exact, <laughs> but he's my media man so we lived together and we had another roommate named Aaron and we had a, a, a garage that we stored a bunch of shit in and one of the things we stored in there was this old kitchen table that I've had for years. And one day, um, I was doing a Facebook live and the only place I could get some quiet was in the garage. So I set up my phone, sat at the table and I was doing Q and a, I was answering questions on Facebook live. Um, and people were like, man, you should do this every week. This is fun. So I started doing it. And then I brought Theo, Theo Bowie, who is also a member of the tribe, uh, coincidentally. And he was also a young broke trainer <laughs> at, at the gym I worked at. And so he came on board with me on the, uh, on the, the Facebook live one day. I just did like a little Q and a with a guest, quote-unquote, and it was Theo, and somebody made a comment and said, man, you guys should start a podcast. You're hilarious, because we would kind of go back and forth. We're both punny. We like to throw each other shit, and I heard that, and my first thought was, man, podcasting is exploding. That would be a smart idea. The second thought was we would just get crushed by the competition. I mean, there was Barbell Shrugged. There was Mind Pump. There was Brendan Greenfield. There was uh, Joe Rogan, obviously, huge name, and these guys were getting, you know, Joe Rogan gets a million plus per episode, right? Mind Pump, some of these other guys probably get a million per month, right? And I'm like, man, could we get a few downloads? You know, so instantly, my confidence was pushed down. Why? Because there was people demolishing the podcast industry. What, What would a young broke trainer have any business getting into that? But instead of letting it crush my dreams of creating a podcast or even let's not like talk fantasies, not dreams, even letting it crush the pathway, right? Just crushing the idea, the thought. Instead of me saying it's impossible, I said it's possible because they had it, right? Like these guys had studios dedicated to just podcasting. That's all they did for a living. And if they could do that, why on earth couldn't I? Why would it be impossible for me and not for them? That didn't make sense to me because it's not true. If somebody else could do it, so could I. But the problem here in society and with human beings is that our minds work differently. Your brain is immediately going to go to doubt, to fear, to scarcity, and to negativity before it goes to positivity, optimism, and possibility every single time. It is natural. Which is why you have to be in control, of course, correcting that thought process and changing your perspective to think optimistically and positive so you can succeed. Plain and simple. So I want you to think about every area of your life. And I want you to think about what's your four-minute mile. What does your greatest potential look like in each area of your life? Yourself spiritually, yourself intellectually, yourself emotionally. Your wife or husband or family or kids or relationships, your friends, your coworkers, your team that you lead, or the, the leader who leads you on the team, your fitness, your health, your body, your daily routine. Like audit all of these areas and ask you, like, what is your four minute mile? What is your greatest potential? What could you create out of yourself? And get extremely curious almost obsessively curious about what your greatest self looks like. And that's ambition. That is the definition of ambition. It's the obsessive curiosity of your greatest potential. But if you have that image in your head, if you create this greatest potential, all of a sudden it becomes real. You have the vision. You have the image in your head. It becomes a thing, which means it's not impossible. And then step two is to find other people who have done it think about all the things you want to create. This is exactly why I reached out to Andreas in the first place. The reason this, the word for word, what I said to him, I said, man, I appreciate you. I respect you. I don't know how you do what you do, but I want what you have. Word for word, what I said, I was like, man, I I feel pretty good. I'm successful. I'm doing my thing. I'm growing, you know, like I have big visions and stuff. But man, how do do you keep it all together? How do you focus on these things? How do you balance it all? How do you do this? To me, it was impossible. I I once thought that being an entrepreneur and a father and a husband and staying in really good shape and being very successful, but still having enough time to have fun and enjoy life and not being stressed, I thought that was completely absurd. It was impossible. There is no such thing as balance. And although technically there isn't because you're not going to evenly balance your time, you can evenly balance your energy. And you can have that balance that you're seeking because balance isn't a time duration. If it was, it would be impossible because anything that needs to grow to exceptional levels needs more time, period. But it's not impossible from a standpoint of energy and how you feel. Balance is a feeling and I wanted that. I thought it was impossible until I saw somebody doing it who I could relate to. I reached out to him and then I created it for myself. So the, the last thing I want to say here is, is you know, we're we're approaching the 10-minute mark and I told Andres I'd keep this under 10 minutes. <laughs> the last thing I want to say here is is I just, I want to encourage you to seek out somebody or something that has already been done that you once thought was impossible, but you desire to achieve it. And I want you to imagine, you can write this out, it would help even more, but imagine your greatest self. That version of you, what do they do? Every single day. How do they treat people? How do they react to people and respond? How do they train? How do they eat? How do they sleep? How does their daily routine look? How does their morning routine look? What does their weekends look like? Think about the habits. Think about the rituals. Think about the routines. Think about the persona. Think about the energy. Think about the confidence. Think about the look that that person has. There is a greatest potential in you. You're just not there yet. And if you can vision and imagine that greatest self and what you will become someday if you chase that, what you can do is create that vision and reverse engineer it to now. Start acting as if right now. What habits, routines, and rituals does that version of yourself have? Emulate those right now. What things did you think were impossible that you've seen other people accomplish? Put them in motion right now. Nothing is impossible the four minute mile flying across the sky. There's a million examples we can use. Nothing is impossible. And you just literally have to sit there and ask yourself, why not you? Why not you? Create your greatest potential and get to work.